Hello and welcome to Series 1, Podcast 8 of Exquisite Life, where our intention is to educate others on health and wealth. Today I'm with Sharon. Sharon is a women's circle facilitator, a raindrop technique practitioner, she's a hot stone massage and an energy balancer, and she's an essential oils lover. Her business is called Unlocked Potential, and she's got a bachelor's degree in economics. So I was stalking her this morning on her LinkedIn account, and I had no idea she had a a degree in economics. Um, I know her as a workplace health and safety officer as well. Um, We've done some leadership programs together. Sharon's a property owner. She's an investor, um, and she manages her money particularly well, like meticulously, I would say. So we're all in good hands today. So welcome, Sharon. I'm so grateful that you took time out. It's actually Australia Day to speak to me. And we're going to drive straight into um, all about aromatherapy and essential oils. And I'd like to also add that she's an advocate um, of extremely high quality oils. And she also has her own young living business. And then I was going to stop there. And I just wanted to add that she's someone who's always been um, into working out. She eats well. She's tried things like fasting. She always goes to lectures on health and money and wealth and property. And I've known that more recently on things like social media. So you're always doing courses. It's kind of, it's just remarkable. Um, She's an extremely busy lady and she's up to so much in life. So Sharon, welcome. Thank you. Thanks, um, Sally. Let's start with aromatherapy oils then. So why would we use aromatherapy oils to improve our health? Yeah, so about four years ago, I didn't really know much about essential oils myself. So I became really fascinated about how powerful they were and how they could support somebody's overall well-being. And so I did lots of research, as I normally do, and they are really powerful in supporting someone's physical well-being, their mental health and well-being, their emotional well-being, and their spiritual practices. Right. And every time I walk into your home, it smells delicious (laughs) with so many oils. So what have you got in your diffuser right now? It's amazing. I'm just diffusing a blend called Clarity because we're focusing, we're concentrating, and we want to be really on our game today so I just wanted to make sure that we've got some clarity so I can give as much value as possible yum great so how can these aromatherapy oils be used so there are three main ways that they can be used so the first and most common way that we're using it right now is um, aromatically so you can breathe them in directly from the bottle you can place a drop of oil in your palm of your hand rub your palms together to help activate the oil and then taking some beautiful deep breaths or you can pop them in a diffuser and diffuse them um, the second way is topically so i know sometimes people are a little bit cautious especially if they've got skin sensitivities mm-hmm. um, but you can apply them topically to your skin Um, If someone's concerned or has a reaction, they can dilute that with a carrier oil, which is essentially a vegetable oil, such as coconut oil, olive oil, um, nuts and seed oils, depending upon people's allergies or anything like that. Um, And that helps to dilute and help um, people with sensitivities. 
And the last way is internally. Mm-hmm. So we can place some essential oils um, into our water, into our food, or Young Living that I use um, actually have supplements which contain the essential oils because that actually helps to drive those supplements better into our bodies. Great. So you mentioned about the different carriers of oils. So how do we blend oils together and how do we know how much to use? So for me, I have been using the oils, as I mentioned, for almost four years now. So I know my skin and it's okay and I can apply the neat to my skin. Um, But I always say um, as a safety protocol to kind of test it on your forearm, pop a little bit there, pop one drop um, just to see whether your skin's okay. And if it's okay, potentially you might want to apply them neat if um, you're not, then you may want to consider blending them with a carrier oil. Mm. Um, there are a couple of ways. If you want to make your own rollable recipe, DIY recipe, which is very popular these days, you can apply whatever essential oils that you want to add together. Um, maybe even leave them in the bottle for 24 hours and then top it up with a carrier oil of your choice. Depending upon where you're putting it on your body may depend upon what kind of carrier oil that you might use. Mm -hmm. So people like jojoba oil, for example, Mm -hmm. uh, because it's one of the carrier oils that's closest to our own skin pH level. And it's also full of beautiful vitamin E. So that's a beautiful skin-based oil. So if you're looking to apply some essential oils to your face, that could be a beautiful carrier oil. Olive oil is a lot thicker, so it's not something that you necessarily want to slap on your face. So mm. I guess just kind of think about where you're applying it, what skin sensitivities that you have. Um, but that's a beautiful way to kind of make your own blends. One of the ways before you blend the oils to test whether it's going to be a good combination and it's a little bit of trial and error. Um, you can take the lids off the bottle, kind of hold the bottles um, to get together and then kind of just move it back and forth underneath mm. your nose. Do you like the smell? Do you like one of the smells more or less? And mm. therefore, maybe you want to apply more drops of one oil versus the other. Yeah, so, that's a really good idea because I have actually used olive oil before, but when you actually put it near your skin, it smells disgusting, doesn't it? Yeah, so, and coconut yeah. oil can have quite a strong coconut smell, which mm. some people don't like. So, you know, sweet almond oil is a beautiful carrier oil. Um, jojoba, hemp is a very popular oil these mm. days. Again, it's, it absorbs really well into the skin. So, you know, try and see what kind of carrier oil you like and that works well for you. Great. So are these aromatherapy oils safe to add to your bath? Yeah, definitely. Um, there are some beautiful oils that are really um, lovely for the skin and supportive for the skin. Um, that you can use one or a a combination of them Um, and I love it's one of my um, favorite self-care practices is popping in some magnesium Mm -hmm. flakes into the bath or epsom salts Um, that also helps to disperse the essential oils through the bath a little bit better as well Mm. Um, and also help you get some additional minerals into your skin and, and soak in um, and then pop a few drops of your favorite essential oils into your bath. And yeah, it's beautiful and relaxing and also supportive for the skin. Great. Um, and what are some of either your favorite oils to use or blend and why? It's like picking your favorite child. I know. Um, <laughs> 
I have too many um, and I go through different phases depending upon where I'm at and what I might be dealing with. Um, probably one of my all time favorites is Valor, which mm-hmm. is a blend. And it's actually the first oil that I use in um, my raindrop technique mm-hmm. to do a Valor balance on a person. Um, it's really beautiful and grounding for a person and balancing, but also it's also good for courage and confidence. So when I do lots of presentations and talks, um, it's something that I put on beforehand. Um, I also love um, to support my di- digestion, I mm-hmm. guess, um, my stomach when I've eaten too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to put digis or digees onto my stomach to support me during those moments. Um, at the moment, um, some of my favorite ones is also my female hormone balancing oils. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a massive thing that I've been working on for the last seven, eight months. Yeah. And um, for me, Progescence Phyto Plus is, right. um, it's a blend. It's more actually more of a serum than an oil. And it helps uh, support progesterone levels within the, the body, which is one of the main hormones that we have and in our as part of our endocrine system so for me that's been a massive game changer Mm. to help support my hormones uh, because um i'm quite i was i did a blood test last year i was quite low in my progesterone levels Mm -hmm. and that was something that just was helping to support that as we go through different parts of um our cycles through the month that our estrogen and progesterone levels will do different things and that often drops. And that's also when we can feel a little bit more sad and upset and or potentially even depressed. Mm. And as we go into menopause and perimenopause, that's also what drops a little bit lower as well. So for me, that's been a bit of a game changer the last seven or so months. Great. I like Panaway. It smells like something called TCP that you get in England which is like a very anti antiseptic smell, but it's really good at for sorting out your aches and pains, sore shoulders. I, I really like it, so I've just bought some for my daughter because yeah. she gets aches and pains and sore backs and stuff like that. Yeah, um, for those who aren't English, the, the equivalent <laughs> of that is like, it, it reminds you of like a deep heat or a tiger bar. Yeah. And it has that same supportive sensation for your muscles. So it's a great one to... Put on you topically um, pre or post a workout as well ah, very good um so i heard you can hear yeah you can use oils during cookery so which ones are safe to use um so in young living we have about 35 essential oils that are safe to put into food or water um so think about some different herbs that you we might have so Basil, oregano, rosemary, sage, um, cinnamon bark. Um, they're some mm. of the, the culinary oils from the spices or herb kind of um, sense. And then we have things like the citrus mm-hmm. oils, lemon, grapefruit, um, citrus fresh, um, lime, peppermint, um, orange, tangerine. So all of those, bergamot, um, are also safe. So depending upon you know you always know that you have to keep your hydration levels up and drink Mm. lots of water um but often people who struggle to do that get bored with water so it's Mm. a really nice way to kind of help 
drink lots of water, but also flavor your water and yeah. also get the benefits of the oils that way. And as you were describing the um, the herbs and spices, I, could, I was thinking of like, they'd be really nice to add to it, like a French dressing or a vinaigrette. If you were making mm-hmm. a salad, some of those citrus flavors would be great to add to the oil, yeah. wouldn't they? So exactly. So if you um, have um, olive oil at home and, you know, some people like to put some fresh rosemary in it Mm. or garlic and make their own homemade garlic oil, popping some essential oils in there, it's going to infuse into the oil. And as we talked about earlier for topical application, um, it's going to help um, infuse that oil with that um, essential oil. Interesting. Um, And when should you not use aromatherapy oils? Mm. Um... <laughs> I use them all the time, so it's very few few situations where I wouldn't use them. But I guess in terms of um, safety wise, um, at the moment we're here in summer in Australia, mm. and there are certain oils that are photosensitive. So if mm. you go out into the sun, you can risk yourself being burnt yeah. or causing pigmentation changes to your skin. Mm. So. Um, I wouldn't use certain oils maybe prior to knowing if I, in the next 24 or within the next 12 to say 72 hours, I may not put them on my body Mm. or I might not put them somewhere where I might be exposed to the sun. Um, You know, there are certain oils again um, that I wouldn't use when I was pregnant, if I was pregnant um, or with young children as well. So there are different situations Mm. where you might be cautious over certain oils um, at certain times or depending upon what you're dealing with. Yeah, I actually have just started adding the frankincense to my nighttime routine. Mm. Um, But I was like very aware that not to go in the sun, so I'd only kind of do that at night just in case, you know, especially Mm. in Sydney in the heat. And at the moment it's 37 degrees today, so... frankincense i did not mention or lavender before in terms of favorite oils they are two of my favorite Mm. oils they are so versatile in what you can do and i would feel safe to use frankincense for myself even if i was going outdoors it's quite a supportive skin oil so it's one that i love to put in my bath and mentioning lavender i was in england once and they had lavender scones can i put a drop of lavender into my scone mix to make that is that how they did it yes so lavender is one of the culinary oils as well as frankincense so they are safe to put into food and water Mm -hmm. so with lavender um my husband loves to have a lavender hot water or a frankincense hot water um to help support and soothe his throat oh i'm gonna try Um, that he uh lavender hot chocolates wow you could try your lavender scones um i've had lavender ice cream Ooh, that's amazing that sounds so, incredible yeah oh my god i'm gonna tell my daughter because like we <laughs> i was just like put them in the bath put them in the bath but now we're gonna have a bit of a play i think yeah that sounds really it, cool it's about experimenting mm. um and not feeling so limited and you know the thing with oils is you know it's kind of like think of them like a diet Mm. one diet doesn't work for everybody and it's the same for essential oils so even though lavender being one of the most well-known oils and people know that it's quite a calming and relaxing oil it's not that way for every single person Mm. so just because someone says this is a great oil use it in this way it might not have the same reaction for you so 
just bear in mind if that doesn't work there's several other essential oils that may do the similar thing but may work better for you than something else Mm. and you mentioned your husband uses like frankincense or lavender Mm -hmm. in his hot water just completely going off the cuff if we've got allergies like it's uh like allergies what what can we put in our water to help is there anything we can that you can think of or Mm. just sprung to mind as as you were describing that it depends because there's so many different kinds of allergies these Mm. days that people experience so sort of hay feverish so um so i love um we have a roll-on called breathe again Mm. which is really beautiful it's about a combination of three or four different types of eucalyptus Mm. um in fact i was using that pretty much all through winter I would apply it just on the top of my lip, just underneath my Mm. nose. I would roll it onto my throat and my chest. Mm. Um, For me, I get quite congested. Um, I sometimes get hay fever. And so breathing, my breathing becomes a little bit more compromised. So breathe again is a beautiful oil. Um, Also, RC is another beautiful oil. And that comes in our premium starter bundle as well. Um, and that's a great one. Or your standard eucalyptus. Yeah. Again, if you're a child, I wouldn't use it with children too young. And if I did, I would be cautious in how many drops I'd be using okay. and diluting them. And can we put a drop of eucalyptus in water and gargle or drink that? Or do we know? Um, so eucalyptus isn't a culinary oil. Mm. So we can't say that it's safe to use in that okay. way. All right, cool. And are there any risks involved in using oils? Yeah, so as I was mentioning before, there's photosensitivity. So Mm -hmm. um, make sure that you look at the labels of the oils and know a little bit about them in terms of whether it's safe to use when you're going to be in the sun shortly after. Um, Typically, it's citrus oils that are the most photosensitive. But also, if you're ever using any blends, Mm. you need to know what's in those blends as well because it can be hidden in there and you might not know and then you could still have the same kind of reaction. Mm. So always just before you're putting a blend, make sure how you, you know, what's in it and that it's going to be safe for however you're going to use it. Um, As I mentioned, certain oils might not be good to use when you're pregnant or Mm. at certain times of a pregnancy. So, for example, clary sage is not an oil that we recommend people to use early on in their pregnancy. Um, it could cause complications mm. and potentially um, result in someone having a miscarriage. But clary sage towards the end of a pregnancy when a person's going into labour mm. could be really supportive for that mother. Yeah. Um, so it's knowing what oil, when it's safe to use and and again pregnancy could be one of those ones that you you're a little bit cautious mm. as i said with children they they're little their bodies are little and they for they can't also use some things and also don't forget their organs are developing as well so they're breathing their lung capacity and all of that so again there are certain oils that you would not necessarily use um with children um if you are taking any medication um, and you have any medical conditions, you might want to consult with a, a natural health practitioner or your general practitioner around that kind of stuff and make sure that using any essential oils won't be a contraindication to your medication. Um, one of the things that I've learned since becoming a raindrop technique practitioner 
is there are certain oils that aren't safe for people like people who have high blood pressure or who are taking blood pressure medication mm. or who have a tendency to have any epilepsy. Um, uh, their risk at blood clots um, or um, and that kind of thing. So there are certain health mm. conditions that you want to be aware of that you have and talk about that with the person who you're seeing and purchasing oils from because they might be able to help guide you mm. as to whether that's safe or not. So oils could be used to clean your house, that's mm-hmm. correct? Yep. Yeah. So I've actually been using your blend um, during the pandemic. During COVID, I've been using thieves um and my house smells like a christmas cake yeah it's absolutely delicious and divine in fact i clean my car out with it and people who get in the car say oh my goodness this is like the nicest smelling car i've ever sat in yeah so it's remarkable isn't it yeah so um you know if you're wanting to do look and the reason why i got into essential oils to start with was because I was told that you could make your own recipes and you could save money. Mm. And, you know, you can do that with very simple, you know, old wives recipes um, for making your own cleaning products using, you know, vinegar with lemon essential oil and fresh lemon, um, bicarb soda and things like that. So you can definitely make your own DIY recipes to clean the home and use the essential oils as part of that. Mm-hmm. And the thieves is also a great one. Um, or you could purchase, which is what I ended up doing. I, I ended up going, I'm too busy. I don't have time. I don't love making my own products. I'm going to trust the experts and I buy the pre-made products that Young Living has, which mm. include and all the basis of the thieves cleaning range, which... Um, it smells that spicy Christmassy smell because it has cinnamon bark in it. It has clove in it, mm. which gives it that spiciness, but it also has lemon, rosemary, and eucalyptus in it as well. Yeah, and I stick a capful in my washing when I'm washing towels and clothes to give it that extra fresh mm-hmm. smell. It's yeah. really great. Um, so what are the best oils to spice up your sex life? Okay, is this for you or you're asking for a friend? <laughs> well, I, there's no sex life happening in my life. So for everybody else who's trying for babies and everything else at the moment, give us your tips. Um, so I can recommend a really nice um, recipe to pop in the diffuser if you want to kind of create the mood and get things happening. Yeah. Um, Ylang Lang and Orange. And if I know that's in the diffuser when I'm when I get into bed, I know what my husband wants. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ylang Lang's beautiful. In fact, a, a little bit of a story in Indonesia, when um, people get married, they would put Ylang Lang flowers on the bed of the honeymooners, mm. um, and it has this really beautiful smell. Um, and it also helps to balance the masculine and feminine energy. Mm. So at the moment, you know, women tend to do a lot of things that traditionally men used to do and our masculine feminine energy is out of balance. So yeah. it's a really nice one to use. It's a nice floral smell, um, as well as a bit of a perfume. So Ylang Ylang and orange is a nice combo. Um, we have an essential oil called sensation and a massage oil called sensation. Yeah. So again, um, you could start with a massage of either of those oils or blend massage blends, um, to get things happening in there as well. 
Um, cypress or yeah. nutmeg. I have cypress at home. So cypress is great for circulation. So right. you can make some little inner thigh uh, recipes Ooh. to help get the blood flowing <laughs> and um, also be supportive in other ways. So, cool. Yeah. All right. Um, so I was going to say give us a few bedroom aromatherapy oil tips, <laughs> but I think you just covered it. So is there something that we can use to freshen our breath, do you know, so get us into the mood? So... I love to put peppermint, for example, or spearmint in my water. Mm -hmm. They're both culinary oils and they're great to um, pop in your water and also just be using that as part of your normal, you know, oral health care routine. Yeah, and I covered off teeth health, mouth health, and one of the things some dentists do is they stick a clove in their mouth rather than sucking on mints and sweets and sugar. Uh, to keep their breath sweet. So I just wondered if you had anything, any tips like that as well. Yeah, so, I mean, I can't say certain things due to regulations, yeah. but with the tip that you just mentioned yeah. about clove, we have a whole oral care range, mm. which is the basis of that range is called Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> and as I mentioned before, one of the oils that's in Thieves is clove. Ah. And so that's in our toothpaste. And we have a whitening toothpaste with that in it. And we also have a mouthwash. Okay, cool. So if you're, if dentists are recommending or have that as a little bit of a tip for those yeah. reasons, and that's in our oil blend, um, you can kind of put two and two okay. together as to how that might be supportive. Great. And I've ordered the, the floss. I'm a real flosser. So yeah. I've ordered the Thieves floss, which I expect to arrive tomorrow. Mm. So... I'm going to be trying that out for the first time, which is yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, so you also love empowering women. Mm-hmm. So where did that stem from? Um, I guess over the last number of years, I have just grown in my personal development journey and I've had lots of different life experiences and I'm just somebody who I want to share that with other people to make a difference Mm -hmm. Um, with how we met through coaching and Mm. other programs. I really love coaching. Mm. And so I guess it's just been a natural progression to kind of want to work with women and support them um, and empower them in those areas. Great. And I've had a few of these. So you're also a raindrop technique practitioner. Yes. So tell me about that. Even though I know, tell everyone else (laughs) about that. Yeah, so raindrop technique is a really beautiful style of massage. Mm -hmm. So as I was sharing a little bit about before, um, we start with a Valor essential oil blend on the feet and that helps to balance the person. It helps them to relax into the session, especially if they've come from a busy day. Um, And it also connects my energy with the person, my client's energy Mm. as well. And then I do some ancient Tibetan reflexology. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit softer and gentler than traditional and modern day reflexology. And I work on the reflex points connected to the spine on the feet, person's feet. So I apply a series of essential oils, um, working those spinal reflex points. And then a person switches onto their stomach and while they're lying on their stomach I apply essential oils from a height so it feels like raindrops are falling onto your back. It really does. It really does. It's great. And it's just a very 
it's a very soft and gentle kind of massage. It's not like a traditional remedial massage where it's deep tissue and you walk away sometimes mm. a little bruised and battered. It's very gentle and light touching. Um, different massage techniques also that I use. Um, and it's really relaxing and, and grounding. And yet I think the last one time that you came, you said it, you felt really energized as well. Yeah, I so. did. I did feel energized. And also I felt that when you put the oils on my feet, I can almost feel it coming up my body. It's kind of yeah. quite a strange sensation. Yeah. So when we do the Valor Balance, we're balance, as I said, we're balancing the person's energy and we're also moving energy through the body, um, through massage as well. And so, yeah, it's a little bit of energy work that's happening and clearing whatever might be going on for the person mm. in their body. Um, so what do you like most about being a holistic practitioner who can do energy healing as well as hot stone massage? Um, I think as someone who constantly learns and adds more tools to their tool belt, I, I feel like it's... Um, really powerful that I have lots of different things that I can pull out to support a person. So I believe in terms of holistic health, it's not one thing that makes the difference. Mm -hmm. It's combining a combination of different things and pulling them together to really support a person's health and well-being. Cool. And why is health so important to you? Um, so for me... I truly believe that if you don't take care of your health, you'll be taking care of your illness. Yeah. And it's a lot more expensive to take care of an illness than it is to be proactive. And I guess, as you mentioned before, you knew me as a health and safety professional. So for me, being in safety, it's all about getting to the root cause. And it's also taking actions to prevent something from happening. So it's the same when it comes to your health. You take actions now to maintain your health so that you can live a healthy and vibrant life, not that you wait till you get something and then you go, okay, I need, I've got my wake-up call and now take the actions. Mm. And in the process, that may not necessarily work out for you in the long term. It can be more expensive, painful, and a whole range of factors. Yeah. So any advice on people during this pandemic from a health point of view? What would you say to someone who's lost their job? Well, um, we're coming up to almost 12 months ago where I lost my job through changes that were happening around COVID time. Um, and for me, I took a little bit of time off and I guess I sat with myself to really get connected to what I really wanted to be doing. And I chose to kind of focus my passion. I completely reskilled. I went from working in health and safety as yeah. a national manager, traveling the country pretty much every month um, to you know, working in my own business full time and learning new massage techniques, you know, and I never thought I'd ever do massage, mm -hmm. let alone for people yeah. and, and complete strangers. So anything's possible if you have a goal and a desire to do it. Um, you can always learn new skills, um, connecting with what you're passionate about and what you want to be contributing to. And if you don't, um, go and talk to different people and find out what they're doing and find out if that's going to be of interest to you. Mm. And if not, just start somewhere. Um, in terms of, you know, what to support people in terms of the pandemic that we've had the last 12 months and, and what's still ongoing at the mm. moment, 
is if you're not already doing it, start making healthier choices for yourself. Yeah. So that could look like, you know, no one's perfect. So I still eat junk food from time to time and I still enjoy myself. I don't always exercise as much as I should or meditate as much as I should, but it's all shoulds. So Mm -hmm. it's also knowing what things support you and trying to do them as much as possible. And by incorporating good, healthy habits, naturally the unhealthy habits will be less and less over time. So one of the things that essential oils, um, I don't even know if I can say that compliantly, so I won't say that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, one of the one of the things that we have that I have every single day is Nixa Red, mm-hmm. and it's full of antioxidants. Yeah. And antioxidants is one of the things. Um, you know, if we don't have o- antioxidants, our body ages. We, I love an antioxidant. You know, and you, you'll probably have a whole lot more stuff on all of this because you know, and from the skin level, but yeah. oxidization, whatever it is, rust will deteriorate mm. and disrupt something. And as a result, if that happens within our body, that also causes us to age. And so we want to have antioxidants. Mm. Now you can get that through diet, through beautiful things like blueberries and plums and pomegranates and those kinds of ingredients Mm. into your diet. And also we have Nixia Red, Mm. which is what I drink every day because it's full of that. And it has way more nutrients in there than if I was to consume the amount of fruit and veg that I would require. It tastes great. And it's just a small little thing that I do every day to help support my body. So um, trying to get as much antioxidants and, yeah. and healthy habits into your routine and that's going to help support you during this yeah. time. I was actually talking to a health expert last week and 30 years ago when I was doing food science as part of my degree, there were about three sentences on antioxidants in textbooks mm. and nowadays it's like enormous. People are adding turmeric to their drinks and ginger and like there's all different ways aren't there like you can have an i I can't even say it but acai bowl Mm -hmm. for breakfast and um that's something that you have a lot of in australia i don't think that the brits know much about these um bowls of beautiful antioxidants filled with fruits and seeds and everything else too cold over there (laughs) that's true that's probably why they'd have a hot soup instead wouldn't they but even like even other things that you can do is, you know, just trying to be more mindful with what you do every single day. Try and move your body as mm. often as you can. All of those things are going to help keep you healthy. They're going to help maintain a healthy immune system. And all of those things combined is what helps keep you healthy and be able to fight any kind of thing that you come up against. Yeah. So you love natural products, free from chemicals. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I I guess I learned about this back in maybe 2012 um, where working in health and safety, there are things called safety data sheets and they exist for all different types of chemicals. So I was quite used to looking at safety data sheets for work having a look at what they said. It would also say what the first aid protocol is if you you know, touched it or swallowed that, that particular chemical. And someone said to me, you know, go and have a look at what's, what these ingredients are in your water or in, your, in the products that you have in your home, in your toothpaste. And 
So when I got home from this particular workshop, which wasn't even a health and wellness workshop, it was a personal development one, and I got my toothpaste, and the first ingredient, because they, they have it in their chemical terminologies, I looked up the safety data sheet for it, and it said, if you swallow this, this is the first aid protocol. And I was horrified because this was in my toothpaste. And even though we don't intend to swallow our toothpaste, we we do. <laughs> it's mm. like lipstick. No one ever goes and buys a lipstick and eats it. But by putting it on our lips, we end up swallowing it. So um, there were products that I instantly went home and I started to chuck out in, in terms of my pantry, my personal skincare products, everything. And there were the other products that I phased out over time. And I came to realize that those chemicals that we find in our everyday products, um, they disrupt our endocrine system. And our endocrine system is essentially our hormones. And that helps to control everything that's going on in our body. Now, if you think about it, if you have young children at home who are being exposed to this stuff, that disrupts their development as well, how their hormones are gonna function, and then on top of that, potentially their fertility in the years to come. So if we can reduce the toxic load that we consume, then that just helps us to maintain a healthy lifestyle. The other thing is that we that researchers haven't really done enough research on is if you were to consume one chemical in one product, you know, maybe your body will be able to cope with that. But if you actually count how many chemicals are in all the different products that you might be using mm. or exposed to, and then you're combining them in your body together, there's not enough research out there to say how they all interact together in the body. Mm. And so for that reason, I've reduced my toxic load and transitioned to a low-tox home, and I'm really passionate about that, and I love helping people to do that where I look through what they got in their product in their home and help them transition to low tox products ah so i didn't realize it had come from your health and safety background you know i just thought that you just generally liked living life that way I yeah didn't i originally learned about it through the course that i went That's to where it started me on that journey and through other courses since then mm. and yeah i went through a process where i started buying organic products mm. as much as possible in terms of my food, which isn't always the case because, yeah, at the moment it is a lot more expensive. Mm. So if I can't buy organic food, um, I clean it with a fruit and veg soap that we have to get rid of any pesticides and chemical residue that might be on them. Mm -hmm. And you can make your own DIY recipes around that too. Um, but in particular, the products. At the end of the day, when you go out to the, the, the shopping mall or anything like that, you, or, you know, you go and walk down the street, you're going to breathe in chemicals from the cars and the pollution from the environment. We're always going to be exposed to some kind of element of toxic um, chemicals, but you can control what you bring into your own home and what mm. you put on your skin. And so for that reason, if you can do that as much as possible there, then you have a better chance of being able to deal with everything else that mm. comes through. That's fascinating. Um, so can you let us into your secret daily habits for health? Yeah. Um, so as I mentioned before, one of the things that I do have is about 60 mils of Nixia Red every single day. Mm -hmm. Into that, I pop in some supplements that we have. So 
I pop in mineral essence because we don't get enough vitamins and minerals that we, we usually need and the soils have eroded over time. So I pop in some mineral essence. I pop in four capsules of sulfazyme and I pop in some essential oils. So I sometimes mix it up. I usually use lime, um, but if I run out of lime, I might use tangerine or orange. So think of any of the citrus oils. And then I top that up with water. So that's kind of one of the things that I, and I have that bottle through the morning. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of the things that I do. At the moment, I'm using a lot of Progestance Phyto Plus. So I'm applying that topically to me twice a day. Um, there are some other essential oils that I'll use internally as well. Um, and what else do I do? I try, I'm not always great at it, but if not daily, weekly, I get, try and get out into the sun, mm. try and get out and do, go for a walk. My choice of exercise has definitely changed over the years from being somebody who went to the gym and did gym classes mm. to I now just enjoy going for a walk or doing, or doing a nice relaxing yin yoga class yeah. um, at, or going and swimming in the local rock pools. Mm. Um, so they're kinds of, I guess, a little bit more weekly habits as opposed to always every single day. Um, I also try and every day to express gratitude. So mm -hmm. with my husband, maybe in, in bed, when we're lying in bed, we'll ask each other what we're grateful for. So that's another thing to kind of mm. present ourselves to being grateful for what we have and what's coming to us. Um, and I also have some other mindful practices and programs that I'm doing at the moment. Cool. That's my next question then. So yeah. how do you approach your life in terms of health with your mindset? Yeah. Um, so I used to think some of this stuff was a bit BS mm. <laughs> and I didn't see the value in it. And then last year I did a couple of courses with, um, somebody who's trained as a Proctor Gallagher coach. So with Bob Proctor oh, yeah. and, um, he's quite well known. Yeah, he's and, great. Um, yeah. So she taught me some practices that I now incorporate into my routines daily and, what I found was when I was doing them consistently, the things that would show up in my life was so incredible in terms of the abundance. And I stopped doing them towards the end of last year. Mm. And even though I was causing results, it was not as, as powerful as what they could have been. And so as part of my women's circles and, and the circles that I'm running at the moment, um, that's what I'm focusing on helping to teach other people because I know the difference it's made to me. So I read out a particular formula every single day. I write my goals out with my left hand, which mm. is my non-dominant hand. Yeah. Um, and I say some of those things out loud and I express gratitude. Um, I use my essential oils to help anchor people, mm. people who've studied NLP will know about anchoring. Um, so sometimes essential oils can be really powerful to help anchor a thought or a feeling or I something do that. that I didn't create. know it was called it, but I've bought oils like finance in mm -hmm. the past to generate more money or I don't know the just yeah it's definitely something I do like I'm on a course it's quite challenging so I bought one called surrender so I can just surrender and give myself to that yeah. course and really helps me be more intentional around that choice that I've made um, yeah so, so I, find, using, I didn't realize that's what it's called yeah so neuro-linguistic programming NLP is essentially what it is so sometimes our sense of smell 
is the only sense that we have that actually connects through to the limbic system mm. of the brain. And so that's why when you smell something, whether it's a flower or some food that's been cooked, it could remind you of a particular person or a memory mm. or a time in your life. And that's why smell is so powerful. And so if we use it from a mindset point of view mm. and use the essential oils and the smell that they have, it can help anchor particular thoughts or feelings that we want to create. Now, smelling some essential oils could have this, the reverse effect as well. It could bring back bad memories mm. or bad um, situations that's happened to you in your life. Obviously, don't use them if you're trying mm. to create an empowering situation, yeah. but they can be very powerful. Mm, that's very interesting. So if someone's run down, they're stressed, and they're completely at the end of their tether, what's the first thing you would say to them? Um stop <laughs> yeah um take some big deep breaths mm. because i've been there and i've done that multiple mm. times um and we can just get caught up in our thoughts in our head you know we have thoughts running through our head all the time mm. um so taking some deep breaths in just helps to bring you back into your body connect back into yourself and um out of that fight or flight response yeah that's really good advice i bought a apple watch and um it twice a day it tells me to breathe for a minute yeah, so it kind of like jiggles on my wrist and then it, i'm like oh well here we go let's do some breathing which is yeah. really good well i think you know it's you know you can have reminders for different things through the day you know to get up and walk you know mm. if you have a a job that requires you sitting down you know sometimes we need a reminder to get up and walk it's the same thing we take for granted our breathing but often we're breathing from our chest and not from our stomach and mm. so taking some deep breaths in just helps reconnect us and get us back into that rhythm to kind of keep moving through the yeah. day yeah cool so from my view your life really works in terms of your marriage your home your home's impeccable always <laughs> taking care of your finances so what's your secret <laughs> um it's illusion <laughs> no it's not everything's uh, perfect come um, to my house and have a look it's not <laughs> perfect we don't have kids and we don't have dogs so that helps oh, that might moment. be why mine's not perfect <laughs> so that's one reason um Having my work at home where I have clients coming to my home yeah. helps keep me accountable in keeping the home clean as well. Yes, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, because trust me, if I didn't, um, I have an incredible husband who does a lot around the house. Mm. Um, so I'm very lucky. He does a lot of the cooking and a lot of cleaning. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, they're the main factors. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Having an unclutter, having a cluttered home, like I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll go through phases where I'll clean my office, and it can get very quickly. Like mm. if you came upstairs now, there's a whole bunch of stuff on the floor mm. that I'm sorting through and and so forth. But trying to declutter as much as possible mm. frees your mind and creates space as well. Um, 
I can't, I've kind of gotten into the point where I've said to Michael, I was like, the next time. That's your husband. Which is my <laughs> husband. Um, the next time that we move, I don't want to be moving any crap that we mm. don't want in our future home because we've moved from house to yeah, two times here. already. And you end up moving all this crap that you've not looked at for years that you don't clearly need. And so I'm in the, you know, as often as possible, we go through trying to sell things, mm. um, get rid of things that we don't want, donate. Um, and again, that's a good energy just doing those kinds of things anyway. Anyway, because if you can support people who are less fortunate, mm. um, that's a great thing. If you can help the recyclable um, market without, yep. um, you know, so I try and do that as much as That's possible good. as well. And gives you a lot more peace of mind, doesn't it? When you've decluttered and everything's kind of tidy and clean and impeccable. Yeah. And also the fact is, is, you know, I also, you know, I'm cautious around our money and especially both of us having started businesses in the last seven months, mm. um, or more. And, you know, it's making sure that we've got you know, rather than going and buying things, well, if we're going to buy things that we need to sell things that mm. we don't need anymore in order to help pay for those things as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a really good mindset. So what drives you? Mm. Um, what drives me? Um, my passion for helping people mm. is a, probably a big thing. Um, having um, goals has me looking forward because I think, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm. So I'm always, there's always something that I've got in the back of my mind, whether it's, you know, a travel goal or an income goal or a personal development goal or something. Mm. Um, I think it's important to have something that you're looking forward to. Um, you know, it's the same as with a holiday, you know, as soon as you've got that booked, you're looking forward to that and you're taking actions consistent with that. So I think it's the same thing when it comes to, you know, your personal life is have different things that you're aiming towards. That's going to help keep you moving forward. Yeah. And that segues me perfectly into my next question. Can you share some of your short term goals with us? Yeah. Um, so I want to replace, if not better, my mm. income that I was earning in corporate. So yeah. I've left the corporate world last year. I've started my own business and anyone who's been in that boat of working in a startup or created a startup, you know, it takes a little bit of time and a lot of effort to, to build a business and build a brand. So and courage and yeah. courage. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I, I would love to replace my full-time income with, um, from corporate and then some. Yeah. So that's one of my goals. Um, another goal is that I want to impact a hundred women through women's circles this year. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's something that I'm really passionate about. Um, you know, I think women often put themselves lower on their to-do list. They, they are often overworked. And I think one of your questions earlier, they're often overworked, they're stressed out, they're run down Mm. and they're looking after everybody else, but they don't necessarily have the time or the energy to take care of themselves. Mm. And so, you know, I really want to help women to, you know, take a little bit better self-care of themselves and to take, you know, one, one at least once a week where they take time out for themselves to really nurture themselves, surround themselves with like-minded women um, to feel energized and connect back in with themselves and mm. others. And so that that's something that I'm passionate about and I'd love to impact 100 mm. women 
um, through women's circles yeah, this year. Yeah, that's a really good idea. So in England, it's big. It's really big. And I, well, they call it, what do they call it? Some sort of networking event. Yeah. And I used to go once a month, we'd have a lunch, all different women that we didn't know. Um, and it wasn't an expensive lunch, but we started to become friends and shared our business cards. And then because we became friends, we trusted each other. And then it started to generate business with each other and yeah. just an, a really nice support network and a bit of time out in your yeah. busy week, which is great. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, women's circles have been happening for many, many years. Mm. It's quite an ancient tradition. And I guess it's kind of lost some of its way in the modern world. And I guess I kind of with the way that I work and having worked in corporate, I want to bring those ancient traditions, but bring that modern flair to it. So, mm. you know, it's not so woo-woo-y. Yeah. It's um, more approachable for people to kind of explore it. Um, and, yeah, uh, that's what I want to do. So they're two of my big goals for this year. Great. And yeah. have you got any long-term goals? Is there anything mm. you see right out there into the future? Um. Oh, look, you know, work less, but earn more money. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to be working, uh, you know, when you work your own business, you know, you're working all different days and hours and that kind of thing. And and there's a little bit of flexibility in that, you know, I took last Monday off and spent Mm. the whole day with my niece, Mm. um, but I might work on a public holiday like today. Like me, yes. (laughs) Um, So, you know, that's the good thing about having the flexibility in running your own business. But I want to get to a point where through the growth of the business that I'm working only essentially a few days a week and Mm. having more time to relax and enjoy myself than I am working. Great. Now, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Is there anything I've forgotten to ask you? Mm. Let me see how long we've we've been speaking for like over 50 minutes. (laughs) Feels like five minutes. Um... I, I think just kind of have a think about, you know, what's a small thing that you can do for yourself either every single day or at least every single week where you can mm. take care of yourself and it doesn't have to be massive and it doesn't have to involve spending money. Yeah. Um, but, you know, really have a look at where, where your health is physically and mentally and emotionally mm. and if it's not where you want it to be or if it's not where you're happy with it, then what, what are some things that you can shift and change that? Mm. And if you don't know, um, reach out. And um, I offer, you know, a little discovery call where we can have a chat and see mm. what the, what we might be able to do to help support you. So what's your website? How do we find you? If we wanted to search you, I know that you're on LinkedIn because you're actually my friend. <laughs> I know you're on Facebook because you're my friend. But yeah. how does someone who doesn't know who you are, so how do we say your full name? Sharon Keogh. Sharon Keogh. So people can find me at www.sharon, which is S-H-A-R-R-O-N, Keogh, K-E-O-G-H, dot mm. com. Um, you can find all my details there. And if you want to book um, into a session with me, um, there's a work with me button. People mm-hmm. can click on that. Um, and people can find me on social media at the Sharon Keogh. Oh, cool. Um, so I really want to thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. It yeah. is a public holiday. It's <laughs> Australia Day, which means it's a big deal for Australians, isn't it? And um, just sharing all your knowledge and, you know, you just know so much. And I know that you're also like 
like a diva for finance and managing your finances and doing your taxes. There's just so much there to sort of grab onto. Um, But today we obviously focused on you and your career and aromatherapy oils and how that can impact your health. Um, Just thank you. It's just been, it's been really, really interesting. I'm now going to go and check out frankincense and put that in my hot water not just on my face and I'm going to tell my friends I'm going to tell my family so and I'm going to start to kind of get into it more and just try and find out which oils I can do what with etc etc so it's been extraordinary and thank you for contributing to me today (laughs) and uh, being part of my podcast my pleasure thanks so much Sally for inviting me great see you again Bye. bye